All right, and we're back for another week. We want to welcome you guys to the Goddess Dojo. The Goddess Dojo podcast. Yes, it's 420, guys. And I'm Goddess Gigi. And I'm Goddess Kadash. And as always, we're here to give you all this good, juicy love Mm. and vibration, you know? We've had a good day today, right? We've done some live stuff, you know, and we've got a chance to watch some great music and all this kind of stuff. So we're just going to do as always. We're going to reflect a little bit as we start off our day. Kadesh, it's your turn. Yes. (laughs) It's your turn. All right. So my reflection for the week. Well, I've been kind of busy working on uh, creating a a tool for people for anxiety. Okay. So working on like a little, you know, ebook and maybe a class or something like that, just depending on how I feel like doing, what I feel like doing. But just a tool for sure, an ebook for people for what some things that they can do, fun shit mm-hmm. that they can do. You know, to for self growth and to deal with anxiety during this COVID nineteen quarantine and just anxiety in general because yeah. majority of people, if they're going to be diagnosed with something, it's anxiety. Yeah, yeah, you know, definitely because we're in the perfect time period mm-hmm. for it. So mm-hmm. I think that is absolutely perfect. Yeah, so I've been working on that, and then working on um. A hypnosis for my son. He asked me to hypnotize him, so that's really cute. <laughs> that is. That's amazing. Is, yeah. That's not so. something you hear every day. <laughs> no. My son wants me to hypnotize him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really cute, but I, he asked me, you know, right in the middle of me also, like, deciding I want to finish this ebook. So I'm like, dude, like, I, I just want to finish, like, this part could could I wait and so what I did was committed to writing the script and now all we have to do is just take the time and do his hypnosis and record it so he can go on about his merry little way so I felt you know accomplished in that way and I said what I wanted (laughs) but I did like from our thing from last for our episode last week it was funny because I'm sitting there and I was like, I want to ask him if I could wait, but I don't want to disappoint him because mm-hmm. he's my baby. Mm-hmm. But I said, well, you got to say what you want. Got to say what you, you want. You got to say what you want. And so I said, I said, baby, I said, what, would you be mad at mom if we do this on Wednesday night? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, it's okay. I said, okay. You know, I did this whole, you know, I love you and I support you. <laughs> I just want you to know that I'm here for you. <laughs> the guilty aftertone. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> You know I love you, right? You know I'll do anything for you. I just want to be with you. <laughs> That's just what we're supposed to do as mothers. Yes, but he was good. <laughs> so that was good, though. And I felt like, you know, one of the things that I look forward to with us doing this podcast is being in my truth. Like, mm-hmm. you know, being who I living in my truth, living in who I say I am. So mm-hmm. that's a challenge, and it's fun, though, because something for me, I'm the type of person, it's like, if there were hidden cameras everywhere, what would you be doing? Mm-hmm. I like that pressure a little yes. bit. So, you know, it always puts me in the space to be my higher person, so my highest self. So this has been fun, and it made me, you know, do that with my kids. So Aww, that's 
Okay. Well, that was good. Yeah. I like those. I think mine had something to do, part of my reflection, definitely had something to do with my daughter. And I think, you know, just that was segue into just what my whole work process has been because, you know, I have a retreat coming up this weekend and I'm really excited about it. I had to um, decide a different way of bringing mm-hmm. it into fruition or, or letting it die, you know. And so for me, it was like, well, you know, I'd already had the, the I guess, the idea of what if I just had an, a, a part of it to where some of the women that I want to present, they're in other states. They don't necessarily have to travel. So maybe if we just do some of the classes remote anyway, mm-hmm. then it'll work, right? So this was it was almost like one of those things that was happening anyway as to have other people involved. Like I didn't, I know this year, I just didn't want anybody left out. Yeah. And because I didn't want anybody left out, I was really trying to figure out ways to make that happen. So it just so happened that COVID came in and forced us to... Think about different ways of having to stay connected, which is Zoom and those kind of things. And I was already doing that. So it's almost like synergy, you know. But so that's been my biggest focus for since last week is just making sure that, you know, um, I've been getting all of the retreat things together for this weekend. So for those of you that do not know, I host the Goddess Retreat every year. And, you know, it's this theme is Mothers and Daughters this year, and we're doing it this weekend. We're doing it Friday and Saturday. It's free and it's open to any ladies and mothers and daughters that want to come and just learn. So that's been my main focus. Go to IamLivingTheLine.com. Of course, you're going to hear, you know, a commercial or something about it, I'm sure, in this episode. But that's been my main focus. I'm really excited. I'm excited that the women that are presenting, because you're one of the women that, one of the women's, one of the, (laughs) one of the goddesses that will be presenting this weekend. And I'm getting feedback already on Mm -hmm. how excited Everybody is about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just some of the classes is forcing us definitely during this time period into a space where we got to really, really get deep, you know, as far as to do these presentations. So yeah. it's going to be really good. So that part has been a focus. And then my daughter, you know, speaking of that, just combining all together, you know, um, just some of the things of working with her this week, like I realized there, and I didn't just realize it, I've been realizing, mm-hmm. but the fact that she's 16 and I feel like there's only kind of two years left before she's off on her, excuse me, college journey, you know, or whatever. So it's like, there's still some things that I want to make sure that she has. And so making money for herself has yeah. been like a really key thing for me because just an example, during this time period, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people have been forced to stay at home because they work for other people. Yeah. But if you believe in yourself and you really take the gifts and talents that you have, then during time periods where, you know, because I don't think there's anything work, you know, wrong with working for other people and having mm-hmm. a job. But I, I feel like if that's all you do, then you're going to find yourself in the space to where you're relying on something that is not necessarily relying on you, meaning that you are expendable. So it's like teaching her this, especially since I've gone through the jobs, I, the microbiologist and, Mm -hmm. you know, doing work, the labs and all these different jobs that I've had, but nothing has made me feel as safe and secure as doing my own thing. So it's just, that has been 
just really the thing I've been really working with my daughter and knowing that I'm coming up to the retreat and, you know, really, because I don't, me and her very rarely have uh, fallouts. And I won't say that we had a fallout, but, you know, I just think there's just some qualities that when it comes down to the children and not just all the kids in that generation, I'm going to speak for my own child. I don't like mm-hmm. to talk on nobody else's kids, but I feel like mine is just, sometimes she just don't want to do the work. Mm-hmm. She just want me to give yeah. it to her, you know? And so, but she's so talented. She's so smart. You know, so many things about her that like, she's me and her dad combined. Yeah. So when I look at this, this super human, so, you know, like she's just so advanced and I'm like, you don't, just rest it aside and just rest on it being given to you. So that's been a really deep thing. And just really also honoring the parts that are in her that I mirror, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And the laziness or the entitlement part, you know, those things and realizing gestation, you know, sometimes I have feelings of entitlement and a lot of things that I'm dealing with her now at 16. I know that those are things that I, I was dealing with. Yeah. So I'm seeing all those things and not being afraid to call them out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not being afraid to say, hey, listen, we can do this. It's already being done. How about this? It's already can be done. It's already there. I just need you to now pull this out of yourself to match so that you will never have to worry. You know, yeah. so it's yeah, been those things up to her. It is. So it's been, those have been my things this week of just making sure that, um, you know, staying focused on the mother-daughter aspect of it and being in my own mother-daughter aspect is making sure that I constantly conjure through my daughter and letting her know who she is mm-hmm. and her responsibilities of the gifts that she have and not that the fact that they're just, you know, things that you just can do, you mm-hmm. know, but mm-hmm. they're the things that make you feel better, right. you know, they're the they're things that tools. they're they're tools for money, mm-hmm. for peace, for love, yeah. you know, they, they, if you tap into your tools, you're not as needy. Yeah. If you tap into your tools, you're not as running around here looking for somebody else to bail you out of something. Because yeah, you have your own independence. Your tools are the yeah. things that do that for you. Yeah. So though that's been like just my staying on top of that. And then on, on the same thing is also reflecting back in myself. As I told you, I do this all the time. I sit there and be where, 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 where. And then I go sit down and be like, okay. Now, where is this coming up in your ass now, right? And so, my workout has been a struggle, bitch. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? So, calling it out, you know, talking to my trainer, the person I've decided to work with on this journey, and just being like, hey, listen, this is my thing. This is my hang-up, but I want to get through this. You know, right. this is something that I want to dedicate because in my mind, I'm like, oh, if I can't get out and do it first thing in the morning, by the time I started getting to my sessions and I started getting into anything the house needs and anything that London needs, you can hang it up by, by 2 p.m. Right. I don't know. If I can't get it the first thing when I touch the floor and that's my focus, it tends to get less and less of a, a importance. But yeah. it's my Saturn. My Saturn is in Virgo. So I got to work out. I have mm-hmm. to work that part. I'm doing all the other work, but this is the work that has to be incorporated a little bit more. So that's all my reflection is making sure that this week I succeed at my workouts. I succeed at the things that I need to do. We've been pulling I the podcast off. Workout, I'm so. sorry. Don't feel dreadful because we're in this together, right? Because same way for this podcast. We've been pulling through the podcast and doing and being accountable to those things. So it's number one, not being afraid to call them out. And this is for anybody listening to the things that you know you need to do too. 
call it out. You know, don't be so shamed <laughs> that you don't even want to say it. Like, you, mm-hmm. you in this denial of it ain't really there. No, right. it's there. No, okay. It's there. Like, <laughs> it's I'm there. I don't want to work out. I don't, don't want to work out. I don't. Well, I'll put it like this. I don't want to work out if I can't do it in the morning. <laughs> that's, my, that's what I say, right? But it's still no excuse to it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So, it's about next week. I want to come back with my next reflection and be like, hey, y'all, I worked out two to three times this week, right. you know, and then be accountable yeah. to that. And then we can try again each week. Each week, I'm going to try and make sure or do. Forget right. that try. But try means you're Please. Not. Right. Try means you're doing absolutely nothing. nothing okay. Yeah. I'm going to do every week. Move toward that goal of completing that goal. And the same way for you guys, like I said, you may have something that's same thing for you. We ain't here to beat up on nobody. You know what I'm saying? Not even ourselves. We allow ourselves that, you know, that polar response when it comes mm-hmm. down to getting things done. But we do hold ourselves accountable mm-hmm. to making sure that these are things we say we want. I want to have that workout thing. I think people who work out, they're just a little bit more mentally sexy. Again, oh, this is what goodness. I think. Well, you know, Gigi I wanna, thinks this. I want to um, elaborate on that because something that this just reminded me of. I had gone to New York just because, like, I took a trip to New York. And I decided, like, I'm going to spend a week in New York. And I go and drive to mm, whatever park that is in the Bronx. Or in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. What park is that? In Brooklyn. Whatever. I can't remember the park. I'm not from New York. Don't get mad at me. So, whatever park I went to. Prospect Park. Okay. Yes. So, I'm at Prospect Park. This bitch is packed. There are people everywhere. There are people sitting in the grass. There are people playing games in the grass. There are people walking the path. They're running the path. They're biking the path. Like... It was so busy in the park. They're playing with their dogs. They're walking with their friends. They're reading a book. But they're outside and they're active. And while I'm there, I'm just like, oh my God. This is how they can afford to live in New York. Because they keep their minds active. They stay. They keep their bodies active, which keeps their minds active, which then allows them to generate new ideas and new things. And mm-hmm. then they have different sources of income. And that's the reason why a lot of people who live in New York are fucking hustlers. And I, re- I will say, too, just to add to that, with them being on the outside, because I frequent New York often. Mm-hmm. And I do so because it's one of those places where I feel like a lot of people are on the outside experiencing one another. Right. So from the subways to, you know, to all the the places that you can go and just come in contact. And what I realize is that you're always getting conversation Mm -hmm. and what and on the subway, I was having this conversation with the guy telling him how I noticed that New York people, when you start, they will have a conversation. He was (laughs) like, well, that's the reason why the the spaces are so small in the homes is that because New York people are lonely. Now, this is his perspective. Mm-hmm, he was like, New York mm-hmm. people are very lonely people. So that's the reason why they don't need big home spaces because they want to go out and have conversations and experience. I was like, that's exactly what I feel. Mm-hmm. I felt that every time I engage with someone that it's almost like, I'm going to give you, if it's, we're talking for 15 minutes, I'm going to give you 15 minutes of the best yeah, the good conversations. Yeah. And because I may not never, I may never see you again, mm-hmm. you know, because we're, like you said, we're hustling. 
and we're moving. We're yeah. we're being active in life, and so we're going to experience every moment. So I enjoy that, and sometimes it can be overwhelming too. Mm-hmm. Like it was so much conversation that sometimes I couldn't enjoy the mm-hmm. space, so I had to figure that out. You yeah, know? I go in, so yes. I'm not talking to anyone. Yes, yes. I'm I am not seen nor heard. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm on a whole trip by yeah. myself. Yeah, I'm not really about to talk to nobody unless I'm, you know, unless I want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I didn't do a lot of interacting, but I was able to walk through Prospect Park, smoke a blunt, mm-hmm. and look at the ducks and watch the people. Like, it was just, it was a dope experience. Yeah. But it made me realize that the way that these people were so active, the mm-hmm. way this culture was active, mm-hmm. was how they were able to generate, mm-hmm. you know, resources. Yeah, and if we just look at the science of it, the body yeah. science of it, when you are active, the blood is flowing. Yeah. If we if we think about where blood goes, blood goes to your heart and mm-hmm. goes to, through your entire body, but where it loves to generate the most in your heart. So mm-hmm. think about if you are raising your heart rate, right? Mm-hmm. How much energy a.k.a. gold, a.k.a. blood that is drawing nothing but yeah. Venus energy, right? Bringing in some astrology. Venus energy is love energy. is money energy. is sex energy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they can af- you can afford this if you're constantly building this yeah. energy. So, yeah, you're training the body, really. Yeah. So, I thought that was amazing. So, yeah, that's a good yeah, point. Yeah, I, I, I like that. And, and when I look at some of the people, too, that I, I, I tend to study, you know what I'm saying, I see that that is a part of it. It's mm-hmm. not even just 30 minutes a day, you know. It's not much. And so for me, that's a, that's definitely an immediate goal to yeah. accomplish. That. I agree. Even though I, I'm so stubborn and resistant, mm-hmm. I definitely, you know, I love it. And I want to join you. Yes. <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You're like, oh, my God, I hate you. But I, I got to do it, right? Because it's yeah. mirrors. And, and it no, is. My Saturn is Virgo as well. Yeah. And so I get it. And, you know. Even coming from being, you know, overweight, like, you know, you know, over 250 pounds, like that took work, mm-hmm. you know, it took mental work, it took physical work, it took work. So I do understand that, but I also understand I'm not done just because I've gotten down to a certain weight because right. I've got to continue to work my body. Yeah. I do know, even though I'm resistant. Yeah. I do. Because it ain't really the, again, it ain't about the weight. It's mm-hmm. just about the energy yeah, and generate the, the energy. And we yeah. talked about the chakras last week and we talk about the flow. This is another way to make yes. them some shits yes. healthy yes, and spinning. move. Yes. yes. <laughs> so yes, it's all good. So yeah, that's our reflections mm-hmm. for the week. So that was good. We're gonna take yeah. a break and then we'll come right back. All right. Hey, Goddess Dojo. Do you want to know how to heal the relationship with your mom? Do you want to know how to heal and build up your daughters? This year's annual Goddess Retreat is specifically for women and their daughters and for women and their mothers. Featuring presentations April 24th through the 25th, such as Rebirthing Our Mothers, Healing Generational Trauma, Sex Positive Parenting, and the impact of forgiveness plus more. Due to this year's unfortunate situation with our economy and due to COVID-19, the registration this year is free and donation-based only. Please go to IamLivingAlign.com to register. All right. Well, we are back, and it is time for our... 
God is Dojo Lesson of the Week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, every week, of course, we always um, bring in something that we've shared. You know, some amazing video clip of some sort that sparks a very deep conversation about what we think in a lot of ways. So, this week comes from um, a clip that was sent by a very loving and supportive uh, family member. <laughs> we'll just say that. Okay, we'll leave him anonymous, all right? But we want to talk about it, but we're going to play the clip, all right? But I will say this before we play the clip, that it is very graphic in nature. Mm-hmm. The word pussy and bitch is used a whole lot of times. And cock hole. A whole lot of things are used, okay? So if you're very sensitive to um, abusive language by use of words being called out your name, you may need to skip over this part for a second and just go to the end. But Yeah, just listen to what we have to say about it, and you don't necessarily have to listen to the vulgarity right. of what this uh, representation is of what we have to say. Right, okay. Because it can be abusive. Right. It can be triggering. It can. It can be very triggering, especially if you've experienced any of these things. But mm-hmm. we would hope that those of you that are listening will take it into account. Because you already know we're going to come and, and really go deep on it. So we just want you to kind of take it in for a minute and just laugh. You know, we're in quarantine. We're going through stuff. Laugh about it. We're going to really make light and make it a very spiritual conversation. Yes. So we will be right back. All right. Bitch, that's the problem. You young bitches pussy ain't better than my dear them. You bitches done drove the rate of pussy all the way down to $40. Didn't nobody do that shit but you young funky cock ass hoes generation. That ball pussy generation. That ball pussy generation done drove the value of pussy all the way down to $40. What in the fuck? My God is mad at you, motherfucker. Bitch, I remember pussy, you couldn't touch no pussy if you didn't have no range on your finger. You damn sure couldn't get no pussy on the $200. You damn near had to beg a bitch to give a bitch $150 for some pussy. And here it is, you young bitches done come by with these sassy motherfucking attitudes and them long motherfucking eyelashes with that clean shade ball, funky, tart pussy that let anybody come in it. And pussy done got all the way down to $40. Now everybody get to get some pussy. I remember the time niggas in there just couldn't know everybody get no pussy. Now all these niggas get pussy and they playing like they some hell of a motherfucking nigga because you bitches done got drove. Man, you bitches done drove the pussy. Bit, bit pussy sell when sugar and cotton won't. Pussy ain't got no business being no $40, but you young bitches done introduced the ball clean shaving pussy with the tart smell to the world and look at the value of it now. You young, stupid, young, dumb bitches don't know how to get, get the value of pussy back up, bitch. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to make pussy expensive once again as well as make America great again. And you funk ass cock nigga bitches with that pussy getting away to these broke niggas that ain't got a goddamn thing, ain't even got called to come pick you up. At one point in time, nigga couldn't take no bitch no more to a 10 for two. Nigga started having to go to Motel 6 and Holiday Inn. Now you bitches is fucking in cars again. Man, grandmama them had to do that so y'all wouldn't have to do it. Muddy and them fucked in Benny backseat of these goddamn cars. Muddy and them fucked under them bleachers so you bitches wouldn't have to do it. And y'all got pussy down to $40. I mean, that is a lot, okay? It's a lot, but, you know, there are a lot of jewels and a lot of things that he said, you know, and 
I think those are the things that I really, really want to talk about. You know, yeah. basically talking about the value of vagina and, you know, it's conjure, meaning like really understanding the purpose of pussy. Okay. We're going to just use it. Let's go ahead and get connected yeah. to it. Come on. The power of the pussy, right? The power of the pussy. That's really what he's talking yes, about. Yes, that's what he's talking about. The power of the pussy and the value of the mm-hmm. pussy because of its power, you right. know? And just us really seeing ourselves on a whole different level. Now, he really went in on on our nieces, okay? <laughs> nieces, I'm sorry if y'all listen to this because he went in on you, but you got to understand that he old school, he OG, okay? All right, he disappointed. <laughs> He come from a space and a place where, you know, you have to work and really earn things. And I think what he's he's witnessing, right, in his young nephews and his brothers is that, you know, they're not really having to work for anything. And it's, it's really causing the value of the woman in our, and what we represent in a lot of ways to just be looked over, you know, and be dismissed. And go down. Yeah. From in comparison to the way... That women, the esteem that women were held in yes. when he was coming up. Yeah. And so, but there's so many gems here. There yeah. are. And if you can get through the cock hole bitch, bald pussy, <laughs> tart pussy Tart bitch. pussy bitches. <laughs> you young tart pussy. Like, come on. Right. You know. You oh, know. my goodness. You know, but not all ball pussy is tart, tart, sir. Right, come you know, on. <laughs> sometimes my pussy is bald and it's not tart, sir. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's tart and it's very hairy. If you're working out, it's supposed to be tart. Come it's on. It's supposed to be flushing out A things. grown pussy yeah. can be tart. Now, you like sweet tarts. Right, come on. Now, we like sweet and sour. Shit, right. You know, sometimes it's going to be a little sour. A little sour. Food. It's just what the pussy goes through, you yes. know, but I think he's talking about energy yeah you know? that is what he's referring and, to and how we do have devalued the value of what a pussy can bring to the table right by not really honoring ourselves like he said in the in thing too we fucking with niggas that won't even come and pick you up you stranded on the right. side of the road and you calling he I ain't nothing I can do he about it no did you call problem. your brother did you call your uncle he asking you about everybody else you calling you know what I'm saying but the nigga just got through digging six feet in you Yesterday, you but know, you don't have anything. Yes, and it's not a judgment against it's men not. who it's aren't not. able to provide. Mm-hmm. But what it is is an acknowledgement of woman, what you are providing. So the reciprocation. Yes. What are you getting if you are going to let a man enter you? And just like last week, we talked about going all the way in. That when yeah. we when we get with someone, we have sex with someone. We're going all the way in. That's we right. open all the way up. We want to be in love, bitch. That's even if right. It's for five minutes. That's right. Five and a half seconds. Come nigga. on, give now. it to me all the way. <laughs> <laughs> you better open it. I better act like it's just a whole new planet. I'm right. seeing. Like, come on, give me all of it. Don't hold back. But just like we want that. If we're going to go there with you, mm-hmm. when we need something, it does not, we would love for it to not feel like a chore. Yes. If we're going to offer you a, a, a look, a key, uh, a peek into heaven, because that's what this pussy is. Yeah. That's why you want it so bad. Yeah. Then we at least should be taken care of. Yeah. we should. And that's what he's really saying. You know, something too short. I went to two short concerts. Oh, God. Here we <laughs> I, go. I, I love quoting <laughs> my rappers. <laughs> because sometimes they say some shit. Yeah. And two short, you know, he made sure to do a public announcement, a public service announcement to all the women. And he said, ladies, 
women, he may have said bitches. He might have. But he said. Knowing too short. Does right. it, let's just go ahead and say he, he said, said bitch. It. Yeah. If you got a pussy. Yes. You should never be broke. Hmm. Come on, hallelujah. Come on. And I didn't know how I felt about that for about five seconds. Well, you listen. And, and that was one of the principles my daddy gave me mm. early on. And I swore in my mind, I felt like he was telling me to be a gold digger. Right, right. Like, That's what, what I said. Saying? Like, you got you to gotta tap in what for a second. Right. But then when I really, now that I'm 41, mm-hmm. I look back at it, yes. you know, and he was just saying certain things. Like, he would be like, you know, Make sure you get and put all the things out there that you want up front before you give anything. Yeah. Now, that sounds like real lopsided. Like, why would you do that, right? You know what I'm saying? Because now I understand what he means in that, yes. right? But in the male mind, right, you're training. And you and this is with any person, not mm-hmm. just your lovers. You're training people what it is that you desire. Exactly. So if you're giving everything, right, not because he or she has shown you that this is what they are able to reciprocate. You're just doing it, right? right? But you got the expectation. You have just done something to yourself. Yes, you are hurting You self. have just devalued yeah. yourself because what you did was you put yourself on a bid of a possibility. Yeah, you put yourself on a platter. Yes. When there was nothing that could even... Give you Match anything that. back. Y'all haven't even talked. Mm-hmm. Y'all haven't, you don't even know what this person wants mm-hmm. in life. You don't even know fully. You just know they look good or they feel good or whatever. And you go on that. But then when it comes down to value now, right. where are we going? What are we building? Right? Because that's what the pussy and the dick wants to do. I don't care yeah. what you say. No, At the end of the day, build. it wants to create something. It wants to make something. So if, but we always fuck around and make a baby. Yes. But it's not about making a baby. It don't have to be about mm-hmm. making a baby when you understand the science yes. of the energy yes. but because at the end of the day it wants to create something and sometimes we think yes. it's about creating it's about a baby, a baby. Right. but it's not. it's not it's i want to create something, create something with you you yes. know and that means direction yes. what are we doing in our relationship mm-hmm. being intentional come on being intentional and you know even to to step that out a little bit further something that what he was talking about that really came to mind was you know, you know, he said, you know, it used to be you couldn't put, you had none of the pussy until you put a ring on it. And I think with that statement and with a couple of other statements, it's right now, like, I think the woman is in a rebellion mm-hmm. trying to still find herself because it's like, well, I don't want to get married. I like the pleasure of sex mm-hmm. because I think sometimes having these, um, these standards of getting this pussy mm-hmm. take away the value of pleasure. Right, I agree. And and I think that we're looking now, I think our younger women, mm-hmm. they are finding balance yeah. between pleasure and value. Yes. Because that's something that I know for me that I had to work through for a while, like... Because at the end of the day, because of pleasure, this pussy free. Come on. Come on. <laughs> there is no value. And because of pleasure, what I give and what I receive, if I put a number mm-hmm. on my pussy, mm-hmm. I would be devaluing yeah, it. Yeah. So th- it's just that and brings I'm, up so much yeah. for me. It's like all around I go yeah, in my head. Yeah. And, and that's why I know he's not necessarily talking about the money part no. of it. It's really... The energy of it, which is the fact that 
when we come into relationships, especially sexual relationships, right? It is about the pleasure. We can never, we're never supposed to remove that. Right. But we have to understand that there's a reason for the pleasure. Yes. Right? The pleasure is to conjure. To conjure what? Some type of magic mm-hmm. when it comes down to money movement or something. Mm-hmm. So eventually in the pleasure, we're going to just, it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think if we don't look at that picture bigger, we do devalue it because we keep making it just only about the orgasm. Mm -hmm. And then we get mad, right? Because now when you don't want to give me the orgasm, Right. Because you're interested in giving somebody else the orgasm. Right. I'm sad and disappointed. It's my orgasm. Yes, because you're now responsible for that mm-hmm. in my life, right? Because now this is what you do. Yeah. No, but if we look at it on a whole different scale, which is when we're talking about what we need, and I'm coming to you saying this is what I need. Mm-hmm. So it's not taking out the pleasure. It's now putting in the value yes. of what we're creating together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now we can have both. But it usually is when we don't talk about what I want want out of this or what my value is in mm-hmm. this then something wind up being missed and lost and then you know what happens the pleasure gets lost it does now I don't want to fuck you anymore yeah because I don't feel the same why yes. because I was fucking you to get to a conjuring level that you and I can create something right. magical and we never got there because we never talked right. I never told you what I feel like and then I think with that, because this is where I mean that rebellion mm-hmm. comes in. Yeah. And so then the rebellion comes in that says, all right, so now yeah. I'm not interested in that. Yeah. But I kind of want to fuck. Yeah. And so if you want to fuck me, then you need to give me this, this, and that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then that's where yeah. $40 pussy comes in. Oh, yeah. Into well, see, and that's the whole other thing mm-hmm. because the thing is you still don't know your value if right. you're putting it down to 40 Because it's beyond that. Right. It's, it's not a number, like mm-hmm. you said earlier. Right. And, and like you said, too. I think he's talking to the younger girls, but like yeah. you just said, when we think about where we are, the women that are in our 40s, you know what I'm saying? I'm 41, you turning 40, you know what I'm saying? So us being in that space, right, and we look at our mothers mm-hmm. who completely, in my eyes, denied their sexuality, yes, right? We are birthing in our mm-hmm. sexuality. These girls, like, fuck that shit. Right. We finna just definitely gonna just have... We're definitely gonna own what it mm-hmm. feels like to be sexual. Yes. So I think what he's uncle is looking at coming from a generation who definitely had the guard on what their sexuality meant, meaning right. that it was about more of the value, money value, right? right? If we just look at his thing, me mm-hmm. and you bring into the spiritual perspective, but for him, it's the money the value. Material. Right. The it's, material right, value. Where right. you have a car, house, yes. where you can take care of my children, yes. where you can pay my bills. Yeah. Yeah, but they didn't have the spiritual value. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the sexual energy because they wasn't talking. No. Wasn't saying everything. Now, we saying every fucking thing, right? Yeah. So our daughters and our, our nieces are like, oh, okay, well, let me definitely be about myself. Let me not deny my sex. Right. So he is also responding to that part that, of right. it. Right. Yeah. What, which is, I think that's that's pretty much what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, that's that, why I brought it okay, up. Yeah. yeah. That, that we, he's noticing that yes. in our young girls who mm-hmm. are... We're really looking for a balance. Yes. It's really, and they're going to get it from us. Mm -hmm. That's why this exists. That's why this podcast exists. That's why we exist. And we're birthing it. That's what I'm saying. They are a response to not having us, see us not having sexual pleasure at all. Mm -hmm. And just speaking as a woman, like I said, again, it's in my 40s. And like I told Mm -hmm. you, I struggle with having orgasms the first 10 years of my relationship. That had nothing to do with my partner. That was me, Mm -hmm. right? But it was also because I didn't see my mother really in pleasure. Right. Like, let's be right, honest. Have we, when we think about our pleasure mm-hmm. and how good and juicy it is, do you see your mama in that type of juice? I know my mother's birthing into it now because I'm opening to it, but I didn't grow up seeing her juicy. 
Well, I did. Okay, well, but, good. Oh, but, but, you know, my mother is, you know, she dated. Yes. And she just did. She had, now, it surprised me because yeah. I didn't get it, mm-hmm. you know, as a child. Like, it really, I didn't get it until I was about 13. Like, my mom is fucking this nigga. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> She's free. Yes, mama. You know? <laughs> but at first, I was mad at her. Yeah. But I felt betrayed. Okay. And I felt betrayed because she wasn't taught. Like, it, for me, that. it was wrong. Yeah, you know I couldn't that. have sex. Mm-hmm. But here, I she I finding out that she's fucking. And so, I felt betrayed because I was having sex anyway. Yeah. But I, we couldn't talk about yes. it. It couldn't be a real thing. Wow. So, I did see her be yeah. sexual. Yeah. But there wasn't conversation about it, mm-hmm. which still stifles the sexuality. It's so it's, just, it's a different story, but it's the yeah, same concept. Still closed door. Yeah. Still we don't hear it. Right. Yeah. And I think it's because when I talked to my mom, when I tried to talk to her about it, you know, and she was like, her mother didn't didn't have those conversations with her. Mm-hmm. We didn't she said we didn't talk about it. Right, we didn't talk and about so, those things. Right. And I was like, Well, I want you to be, you know what I'm saying, my girlfriend and I wanna have this conversation. And she was like, But well, I don't wanna have those conversations. I was like, Well, you're gonna have them. I'm going to have them with you. I'm going to keep talking about them. And that's literally has, what has birthed our conversation because I feel like that's almost mm-hmm. my du- my daughter duty mm-hmm. to just t- be out, right? Because yeah. she didn't talk. Yeah. My grandmother didn't talk. So it's my job to talk, yes. right? And yes. so my daughter comes to me. We talk about everything. <laughs> yes. But those things are what's going to bring back the value of not just, again, not about monetary Mm -hmm. value, but just about what it is that we want. Mm -hmm. Even from last week, saying what we want, being very directive in, being clear when we're starting to engage in these sexual encounters. Value meaning cherish yes value meaning honor honor yes value meaning hold close yes yes value meaning unconditional love yes so that is what what we mean by the value which is not forty dollars no and we know for a fact <laughs> i was shocked when he said that and i'm like god damn forty dollars now granted i mean if that's where all that come? got who, i mean who, i don't who? know i'm gonna figure out where did that come from like how, who, who was getting forty dollars? Who said Man, that the no. the number right now for the 40. value of vagina, aka pussy, aka the twat, <laughs> aka that juicy juice, is forty dollars? Well, I would like to see who made the the, the like know. like who made the survey and who know. filled it out that to say that from. they're getting forty dollars. I disagree. Pussy. I disagree. I disagree with that. If you leave but, me forty dollars, bitch. I'm going to be mad. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I don't know where that came from. So I don't necessarily agree with that number. But again, there were some gems in what he said. And those are the things that we want to talk about. Because like I said, as women, as having, we give birth to everything. Okay. Everything. Everything we give birth to. And then we are responsible for nurturing it. And raising it. Now, whether we do it or not. Because we brought it into this world, it was our responsibility. Yeah. So however it, it comes out. So understand that we are the creators. Mm-hmm. Like, we ha- if we don't show the value of self, then no one has a mold. Yes. No one has anything to look up to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we create it. That's, mm-hmm. that's our job. So if this, if this nigga thinks $40 is the cap... We ain't doing something right. Right. We just can't. You know, so that's just, 
what I want to say <laughs> in my last words on this is honor your creation, a.k.a. Yeah. honor your pussies. You know, we're creating everything like we just said. So honor that by not being afraid to just be raw and have these conversations prior to. It's not about the money, but it, it is about having support, right? And support is saying what it is that is a reciprocal of energy before you go into these things, want to do all this stuff, and then having this space of expectations of thinking that he's going or thinking that she's going to show up in one way or the other. And that's that's what's going to value not just the pussy, but the penis too. Because yeah. understand when the pussy increases... When the value of love and vibration and wealth increases with the pussy, the dick automatically comes too. They're together. Come on. (laughs) You hear what I'm saying, Drake? Come on with it. Because I believe it is. This pussy and dick so good. You you don't. You're not fucking for free. Ain't nothing for free. First of all, take that out. No dick free. Ain't no pussy free. It ain't. Because energy is what it is. Come on now. Okay. And if you're not getting nothing from it, then stop fucking. Yeah, absolutely. Meaning if you're feeling bad. If you're having sex with someone and your energy feels bad afterwards. You need to stop, baby. Okay, stop. ground yourself. You know, get that. You know, go ahead. You know, and not to say I, we can go into a whole different. We'll go into a whole different talk on on that and a whole different episode. But what I'm saying is, you guys, you're going into it to have good feelings and birth good things. So if you're not getting that out of it, you know what I'm saying. If you're not feeling good out of it and you're feeling bad out of it, you need to think about it. You know, yeah, you need to stop. You if you're not it. feeling good about it, yeah. stop it yes. and think about it. That's right. Well, all right. Well, we'll be right back. Hey, Goddess Dojo. What are you doing to take care of yourself during this COVID-19 quarantine? As you may already know, CBD helps to lower anxiety and boost the immune system. So here at Fire & Water Metaphysical Wellness, we offer CBD in many forms. We offer smoking like flour and vapes, eating it like tinctures, gummies, and bars, and topicals like oils and lotions. Visit us online on Instagram at fire.wada, that's F-Y-R-E dot W-A-T-A. Stay safe and sane, y'all. We love you. All right, so we are back. And it is time for our sacred sex segment. Sacred sex. Sacred sex. I don't know why we do that. <laughs> why do we do that? Feels it feels great. It feels sexy. All right. So this week we're going to do a sexual personality quiz. But we're going to read a little bit from the multi-orgasmic woman, which is uh, from Montauk Chia. I'll put a link to it in um, our podcast for the week so you guys can go and download it, especially you women. It's very good. Montauk Chia is uh, definitely a great resource for anybody that wants to tap into um, sacred sexuality on yes. a deeper level because he has a multi-orgasmic man. He has a multi-orgasmic couple. Mm-hmm. He has all kinds of just different books that are and talking. And a woman. 
and the woman, which is the I think the first one I said, oh. but you know it's okay. Um, but you know he has a whole lot of different just like sacred sexuality things. So that's the jewel and the gem that you guys can take. All right. So I'm gonna read a little bit, and then we're going to make this segment about us taking the sacred sex quiz. All right. And then you guys can take the quiz with us at home and let us know how you did. All right. All right. Your own sexual fingerprint. Who are you sexually? Our sexual selves are as colorful and varied as each of our our unique personalities or fingerprints. Our sexual preferences are influenced by our past experiences, our relationships, the culture in which we live, and the biochemical reactions in our bodies. No two women share the same sexual experience of desire or even the same orgasmic pattern. Misperceptions about the right way to have an orgasm and expectations about normal libido leave many women feel inadequate. Your preferred pattern of pleasure may be to have long hours of intense lovemaking once every two weeks or quickies twice a day. Or you may practice self-cultivation. That is so satisfying that partner sex is enjoyable, but not absolutely necessary. There is no right way to be a sexual woman. The, person, the sexual personality quiz in this chapter is meant for you to peruse alone to help you to explore where you are sexually and identify the sexual self that you would like to manifest. All right. So that's just chapter one part. You can go deeper into it. So we're going to take the sexual personality quiz. You ready, Kadesh? Yeah. Ready to get into it? All right. So part one, sexuality. How frequently do you make love with a partner or masturbate? The answers are almost never, once or two times a month, one to two times a week, or three times a week or more. Well... I know, right? Maybe. I feel like it's like, I feel like number <laughs> two. <laughs> okay. I feel like between two and three weeks. Sometimes it could be one time a week, but sometimes not. Like, I don't know. I want to fuck every day, but I'm just not there. So are you talking in reference to a partner or masturbating? Both. Okay. Yeah, sometimes I'll be like, oh, I want to masturbate. And then I'm like, oh, I don't feel like it. Okay. So... <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not partnered. Well, I do. I have partners, but they are not here. Okay, so I'm, I'm I will consider myself living single. Oh, single. Oh, when I get I'm glad I got my. Oh, keep your head up, boy. Okay. All right. That's right. Sorry. All right. I'm having a little Tourette's there. So because I'm with myself, so we're going to relate to Gigi and masturbating. So I'm going to say three times a week or more. I'm number four. I masturbate pretty frequent because I do a lot of sex magic, you know. Now, I will say this. I will have like a week where I'm, I'm doing three times or more. And like my next week, maybe two times, mm-hmm. right? And then the next week, maybe once. And then the next week, maybe six times. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like, on the average, I would say definitely three times or more in the week. That's great. I get pretty fucking horny, yo. That's great. <laughs> I'm pretty horny. All yeah. right. Number two. So compare the frequency of your sexual experiences now. So either partnered, lovemaking, or masturbation. 
to a period of your life when you felt the most sexual desire. Your sexual frequency now is, the answers are one, much less frequent than at the height of your desire, two, somewhat less frequent than at the height of your desire, three, almost as frequent as at the height of your desire, or four, the most frequent that it has ever been. So now we're talking about frequencies. Mm -hmm. So compared to now, Mm -hmm. because this is the first question was how frequently now. Mm -hmm. This one, how, you know, when my sexual desire was the highest, I'm definitely much less frequent than at the height of my desire. Like I'm generally like to have sex every day. Yeah. Every other day would be fabulous or I'm masturbating every morning. Yeah. But just like this past, you know, year or so I just haven't Mm -hmm. been you know feeling super delicious I don't know haven't felt like I mean I feel super delicious yeah I just haven't felt like you know masturbating or necessarily fucking but I you know you're juicy in other ways I am so yeah but definitely much less frequent but I would like to get back to fucking again yeah okay so I feel like I'm somewhere in between one and two Mm. I don't feel like I'm much less but I don't feel like I'm somewhat less I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm kind of in between those things because again I'm not having sex with a partner mm-hmm. so for me I would love to be engaging with a partner or partners mm-hmm. at this time period but I'm patient you know I, I believe in God aka me to produce my best but I would definitely when I think about my highest sexual times yeah your girl was definitely every day mm-hmm. maybe three times a day right. breakfast lunch and dinner like, right. let me have it like meals <laughs> I want the meals, all right? So, yeah. Okay, Mm. cool, cool. All right, so number three. (laughs) After lovemaking, what percentage of the time do you feel completely satisfied? All right, Montauk Chia, you about to throw Mm. some blows. Mm. The answer is number one, less than 25%. Number two, about 50%. Number three, about 75%. Or number four, almost 100%. Oh, that is really, really wrong. So my sex life is so depressing, according to (laughs) no, no, it's not. It is. It feels it. I feel depressed taking it. No, okay, okay, it's good. This is good stuff. (laughs) Going into look, I gotta be in reality. (laughs) Yeah, be there. It's okay. I want to change. Okay, so (laughs) (laughs) so I'm probably to about fifty percent. Oh my god, I'm so sad. What I mean, happened to my sex life? Okay, that's why we're here. We're here to fix oh, it, right, guys? We should have taken this quiz beforehand, and then I could have lied. No, you, no, we don't lie. <laughs> I'm just Who lies? <laughs> what is that? I don't know what that means. To but, lie. Oh my gosh! Well, like so. Oh yeah. So such a mirror. Oh my but god. Go okay, so. Mm, <laughs> all right. I don't even like. Okay, so I'm gonna be honest, right? Mm-hmm. So. The first answer that came up to me was one, less than 25%. And I'm just really being real honest. And then I was like, I had to think about, so what are they talking about? They're talking about at the height of my desire? Was I completely satisfied? Are they talking about now? No, they're talking about now. Okay, so you're definitely now. Well, I'm not... Well, I don't 
no. Love well, making I, with yourself. Well, love making. Oh, okay, okay. No, no, no. If we're talking about love making with myself, then yeah, we, we. I'm I'm 75. I'll say 75 percent only because I do miss the touch. I'm I'm like I thrive off touch. Mm-hmm. And we was talking in prior weeks before. I'm really a, a great love maker with myself. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, and sometimes it's 100. percent Sometimes I'm like, woo, girl, but. I still have that long or desiring of, you know, having that touch or wanting a partner there. So with myself, I'm definitely a high. But if we were talking about what other people, mm-hmm. <laughs> my other people number now, you know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of that is because, again, the communications in the past and me maybe not being uh, completely clear in what I desire, those mm-hmm. things. So it has changed a lot. And so now I feel like, if I was to maybe engage with, you know what I'm saying? You know, maybe if I'm engaging with the partner, you know what I'm saying, long term. You know, meaning mm-hmm. like we're really working on something. Then I can really see that. But I don't I don't see, I'm still opening up to the engaging of partners right now. Mm-hmm. So with myself, definitely, I'm going to say between three and four. 75 to maybe like 85. Well, no, you get three or four. Three or four. Yeah, so, yeah, so you're going to pick one. Okay. All yeah, right. So which one are you picking? <laughs> Bitch, three. Okay. Three then. Okay, God. Just shoot my numbers down. I'm in between the shit. God damn it. Ain't no three. in between. Three. Okay, three. All okay. right. All right, fine. I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> Number four, which is the last one. All right. It said, what best describes your orgasmic pattern? All right. Mm -hmm. The choices are number one, I am never or rarely orgasmic. Two, I I sometimes orgasm. Three, I rarely orgasm but cannot regularly have multiple orgasms. Four, I have multiple orgasms (laughs) whenever I desire them. Add the numbers for each of the answers and put the subtotal here. So I guess that's our sexuality number after you add them up. Right, after you add them up. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my answer is four. I mean, I'm definitely multi-orgasmic. I can have mm-hmm. orgasms all day. Yeah. I can have orgasms from books. I can mm-hmm. have orgasms from seeing things. I mean, I'm, yes. I'm very orgasmic. Mm-hmm. I think just when I get bored... <laughs> <laughs> but so number four so yeah. I was looking at adding mine up and I'm really uh, you know but you need to add yours up I do yeah but I'm definitely I will I'll you add yours up while I talk and then you can talk about your number after that and then I can add mine up yeah um I'm, I'm same for four you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I'm definitely multiple orgasmic. You know what I'm saying? I can do it right now <laughs> right. <laughs> while we're talking without me touching myself at all. It doesn't take much at all. To, I just breathe deep mm-hmm. and I can go into it. It's a really great thing. You mm-hmm. should tap into it, guys. Mm-hmm. All right. So what was your total number? Oh, my God. My total number is freaking nine, which is cool. It's like my life path. Okay. <laughs> it's nine. It's a low number. I'm so, sure, because I'm sure it's out of 16. The thing is, mm-hmm. I used to live, so, okay, so, oh, God, my life. But going through college, going through grad school, mm-hmm. this is what I studied, was I studied sex. 
Yeah. And so all I did was do these things. I've developed these, you know, for Good. years since, you know, getting your sensual style. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that's why when I think about this stuff, I'm like, this is probably why I'm bored. Yeah. Like, I really want to expand more because I've done all of these things. And so now I'm in this space of, it's almost like a, you know, a drug, right? Like if you've taken crack, how much higher can you get? And that's what I would like to get higher, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, sex is, you know, it's a biological function, so there is no cap. Right, that's right. And so I'm just really at this space noticing from taking this quiz. Yeah, yeah. Is that I want more, and I'm not getting... I've done these things. Like, I've lived these things, and now I'm just at this peak where I want more. Yeah. And I'm not getting it from repeating these, necessarily these things, but I do, it would probably do me well to start here again, which is what I'm familiar with, yeah. and take myself into a higher space. Because, yeah, I realize I'm kind of bored. Yeah, and, and, I, and I was just going to say, I think a lot of it is just practice. I know me, I'm mm. a person who, and you said you're... Saturn is in Virgo. I hate redundancy. You know what I'm saying? Doing right. things over and over. I don't need to do it again. But, you know, but I think that's one of the beautiful things about mastering the Saturn, right? You know, and just bringing the astrology in on the sacred sex piece of it. Um, when you're when you're mastering that part of your Saturn, our Saturn being in Virgo, it's about doing the same thing over and over and over and over because you're learning precision. You know what I'm saying? So for us, it is about applying those things because yeah, we do see these things a lot, but I think we do get bored. Like oh, I'm tired of talking about it, or oh, I don't want to talk about it or face it or whatever. But I think the more we do see it, it makes us have to face. Well, what can I do to make? My orgasm better. Right. Well, now I don't have a choice. Yeah. Like, I can't take this quiz yes. and realize I don't like my numbers. Right. And then do nothing. You're like, okay, well, fine. <laughs> I hate this shit. You know? And that's why I like things, especially Montauk Chia, because there have been a lot of things that I've read on him that he has just really hit me home, mm-hmm. especially in honoring what it is that I say I want to myself. Right. You know? And mm-hmm. I think that's... It's always what, about the self with it Montauk. Is. That's the reason why I really love... But because it teaches you about... Well, like what we talked about last segment, I mean, last time about the non-attachment. Mm-hmm. Because when we understand that it's all about self. Yes. Everything that we're doing is all about our perspective. Yes, it's on. all about our experience. If we're not here, we're, we, then it doesn't exist. Yeah. It'll exist for other people, but it doesn't exist for us. Right. So. And if we don't raise the topic on our own selves, yeah. because again, this is about us. Then we don't open the door to allow other people to have that conversation because yeah. sometimes they just don't know how. And I like that in the beginning that he said that there's been such a stigma on what the orgasm means based uh-huh. on these things. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm gonna read what he said just a little bit about the, well, no, the subtitle. First, you're gonna tell your number. Oh, uh, that's what I was gonna do. Oh, okay. Yeah. So my number is four, uh, 13. Mm-hmm. All right. So what? Just quickly, I'm not going to read all of it because, again, I'm going to put the link on there for you guys to see it. This is if your subtotal is less than 10. All right. So, all right? like mine was so, 9. Yours was 9. It says, bitch, congratulations, you need this book. <laughs> <laughs> this is a book of a wonderful place to begin discovering or rediscovering your own sexual pleasure. There is no perfect number of times that one needs to make 
love per week to be fully sat a fully satisfied sexual being. Our desire for lovemaking will change throughout our lives and depending on our daily experiences. It is possible, however, for everyone to have a vibrant level of sexual energy and desire, which is part of the fullness of our human expression, our passion for life itself. All right. So let's go into if your subtotal is 10 or more. All right. Your sexual journey is unfolding and I can help you enhance mm-hmm. and embolden your sexual pleasure, which is the book again, mm-hmm. which is true. I'm just going to be honest. He's telling the truth. Okay. If you have been capable of great desire, but are currently lacking your full desire, then this book is devoted to discovering what may be blocking the flow of your passion. And I agree because even though I feel like I have, you know, 13 for me, I feel like I'm still not there. Like she mm-hmm. said, I'm still on this desire seeking journey to make sure that I am being my full self and having full partners and being mm-hmm. fully in the orgasm because I want to experience. I, this is, this is, I feel like, speaking of the sacred sex segment, I feel like my uh, desire. And my journey is to have the same level of deep intimacy sex that I have with myself. Like, to have that with a partner. Oh, yeah. Because that level of having that, like, it's, I don't have no restrictions for mm-hmm. myself, right? Mm-hmm. But with the partner, sometimes you're like, well, what if they think I'm crazy? <laughs> or what yeah. if they don't really want to do that, right? But with yourself, you can put your fingers and your hands and everywhere, wherever. So, for me, it's to be able to, to really match Fully in myself, mm-hmm. a fluid partner so that I can go in all these different ways and we can trust each other to do that. So mm-hmm. regardless, I don't really care about the number as I do as us talking about ways in which we can honor our sexual journeys more and allowing them to unfold. What you think? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and for my own self, I feel like it's an opportunity for me to, you know, begin again, which is always fun, I guess. But I guess I haven't put a lot of attention into, you know, my sensuality, even though it always sounds like I do. (laughs) But, you know, I could be doing more, whereas where I could feel satisfied or, you know, Mm -hmm. seek experiences more often. I mean, I did have sex, actually, you know, Mm -hmm. this past week. I had a couple times I had sex, Mm -hmm. and it was good sex. But there's just still something that I I don't know what I want. I want to go fuck on the moon. Yeah. I'm not really (laughs) sure, but... Well, I'm glad you said that, being responsible for your your, where you're trying to go, though. Mm -hmm. You know, because that, too, for the men that are listening... It allows them to feel okay yeah. when we don't get there. You know right. what I'm saying? Because it's not them. It's not. And I'm orgasming. So yes. that's the thing. It's not even that I'm not orgasming. It's not even that I'm not having multiple orgasms because mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. And they are great. And I feel amazing and blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> when I'm finished, there's something missing. Yeah. And and I can't put my finger on it, which is why I say I don't feel fully satisfied. Yeah. Like, I have to be honest with myself. It's yeah. like, just because this bed is dripping wet mm-hmm. does not mean Come that I now. feel 100% satisfied. Come on. And that this book, right? Because yeah. one of the things I do remember about this book is him talking about that. Yeah. That it does not mean just because there is fluid coming out or right. just because the woman is half does not mean that that there is a tap deep in to what that really orgasmic pleasure is really about because it's not really tied to the fluids. Mm -mm. It's not tied to that. And Mm -mm. so men, 
understand disconnect from the fluids mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's not about that it's mm-hmm. something deeper and it has a lot to do with trust and safety and letting go because once you i know for me when i've had the deepest spaces you know with my especially with my ex-husband because him and i definitely went on some some travels and even you know with you know one of my poly lovers too we've gone on some travels and then that you know what i'm saying was the times i was able to go the farthest is when i felt the safest you know mm-hmm. when i felt like i could just do this you know so it's been a really good I thing mean, i've definitely done the travel yeah you know like I don't even know how to really explain it. Like, sometimes I, I don't share so much because I don't want... I want to al- always humble myself. Yeah. But my the way that my experience has been... Like, I'm not fucking you if you can't send me to space. Come on now. So, I... I but my, my pussy reads that. Yeah. And so, I don't really have a lot of sexual experiences yeah. that I that weren't satisfying. Yeah. And so, being in this space that I am now... Where I don't have a lot of partners, and, and that's probably the thing. It's like I'm poly bitch, and mm-hmm. I don't I don't have a lot of partners right now. Well, so I mean, Corona, <laughs> right? It's the coronavirus. Like, like, I'm like real. my partner. I don't have. I just have like you know. I mean, I have two partners, but yes. one's in somewhere else, and it, I don't have the partners that I generally have when my sex is juicy, juicy, flowing. Mm-hmm. But what? You know, what I'm noticing for myself, though, is that I get to outer space, I can get there, and that is when it's super satisfying. Yes. When I am on planet I-9 or whatever. Transit. Right. Mm -hmm. That is when... I am satisfied. Yeah, so and, and so that doesn't, you know, that, that don't happen, you know, during a quickie sex. That don't happen, you know. The, I mean, I could take myself there. If I'm there with myself and have, I mean, have time to myself. But my house is never empty. Mm-hmm. So it's not always easy to get that private time to get into that space and stay into that space. Mm-hmm. So what, but what I'm recognizing is that's what I need more of. Yeah. Because that is when I get my satisfaction is from... Let's go to Jupiter. Yeah. Like, and it takes time. It does. It's not a quick thing. And when you think about, you know, the times again, when, um, again, bringing up Montachi again, because he talked about just the time that it takes, you know, on foreplay and all those things. Um, the more we allow ourselves to take time into it, that's the only way you're going to get into deep trans sex. Meaning like you can, if we're, if we're about the pleasure, right. And about the orgasm, then yeah quickie sex and 30 minute sex is great but if we're talking about what i tend to think that when we're starting to tap into manifestation sex and stuff like that you're now starting to get into hours in order for that both a woman and a man to be ready to go into that level of it you know especially for a man you got to train you know what i'm saying because if you are having sex with just in and out in and out right you know that's going to it's gonna take it's gonna take it out of you. So I think that's where, you know, uh, you know, having someone to go there with you is just going to be. It's gonna to have to take education. So again, that's why we bring these books mm-hmm. up, and I'll put the link for it, you guys, mm-hmm. for you to kind of look into it, and the one for the man as well, so that they will be both that you guys can get them, get both of them. Yes. Okay, they're really great books. They have really yeah. great exercises about tapping into the body. Yes. So. 
All right, we fixed it. We fixed everybody. I mean, we kind of did. We fixed ourselves. <laughs> I fixed myself. Like, I'm over here choking. It's the, 420. The 420 has a, okay, it's not yeah. the Rona. <laughs> but it's the Marirona. It's the Marirona, all right? But yeah, I feel, okay. I feel, you know, I feel really good actually about creating a, uh, a plan for myself. Mm-hmm. To get back into trends. Yes, I love it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know, it's I'm always trying to get there. You know, but it does take time. Not everybody got that time. Mm-mm. Ask the, the dojo. dojo. Hey, Goddess Dojo. I think my man might be cheating. Recently, my guy left his phone in my car. And I happened to see a text message from my good close girlfriend that says, Hey, meet me at 530. I didn't say anything to him about the text. And I noticed that he didn't say anything to me about meeting up with her. My question is, should I say something to him that I noticed the text? Or should I say something to her that I noticed that she sent the text? Or should I just ignore it and act as if, you know, nothing happened at all? I am going crazy over here. Help me. Sign. Goddess S. Wow, Goddess S. Well, I mean... <laughs> I'm sorry that you're going to... <laughs> Meet me at 530. Okay, I will say this. All right, okay. If she said 530, it may be chance possibility that they ain't really doing shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you got a birthday coming up, you know what I'm saying? Or you had a birthday just passed... Or, you know, maybe you've always wanted your friends to do something for you. Maybe he's planning something great for you. And you could be just paranoid and tripping, right? I was thinking that. Yeah. Or you could be absolutely right. And they could be fucking around, right? But this is my thing. You know, I don't know if you're poly or I don't know if you've been working on poly. I don't even know what your lifestyle is like. I would say if it's really bothering you enough. Talk to your girlfriend about it. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I feel like sometimes as women, we be having these emotional things going on. You may be close to your cycle. <laughs> mm-hmm. You tripping. Because I'm close to mine. And I know I start to trip it, right? Mm-hmm. But you start to see things that are not really as they you think they're, you know, that they are. So maybe talk to your homegirl about it and say, hey, I noticed. And see if she say, hey, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> right. Then you may now, need to be like, lies. yeah. If she don't. If she acts as if she don't know nothing, then okay. We may be. You know, your paranoia may have some validation to it. Don't but, believe your lying. Right. <laughs> but I would say before you panic or do anything, always process the best. Sometimes we tend to think the worst in things. We tend to process deceit and hurt and pain because we've been hurt before, right? So I would say talk to your girl, see how she, you know, responds to you or whatever. Because I, I feel like ultimately it's nothing. I don't think it's nothing. What you think of that? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I can't say. But I agree. Talk with your girl. Mm-hmm. Talk with your girl about it. You know, just bring it up casually. Don't make it. Don't go accusing her. Right. I wouldn't accuse her, but I would definitely bring it up. And I would bring it up in a way that she could be honest about whatever yes. it is. Because, like, let's say they are fucking around. And yeah. she been wanting to tell you. Right. And she can't tell you. Because they, you know, whatever. Yeah. So if you bring it to her in a way that she feels like, oh my God, this is my opportunity to tell the truth. Yeah. Then that could be a thing. Or it could be, like G said, if it's something mm-hmm. like your birthday, a surprise for you. 
Or, I mean, like, let's be realistic. We didn't even ask, are they friends? Yeah. You know, did they did they have a relationship outside of you? Yeah. Like, and is that okay with you for them to have a relationship outside of you if they are not fucking? So you don't have to be poly for that. That's right. And, you know, one of the things about being <laughs> I want monotonous. everybody to be poly. Right. <laughs> everybody should be poly. But, you know, everybody should be open. Yeah, absolutely. And really what that means is, you should be able to be friends with whoever you would like to be friends with, regardless of what genitals they have. And so, if they are friends outside of you, decide how, I mean, how can you deal with that? How can that be okay with you? That's that's my yeah. suggestion. And let me ask you this, too. Did you have a problem before you saw the text? Right. Like, if they were friends meaning, outside of you already. Right. Meaning, like, is, is she a good friend? Is he a good, you know, is he a good guy? Right. Is he a good man? Were you getting signs? Were right. you feeling something? Right. Why did you check the phone? Yeah. So why you did, did was it just a glance over? Because I feel like you just, it was a glance over and you saw something, right? And it could have just been a check in your spirit to kind of give you the heads up on some things. So we're not going to dismiss you as mm-hmm. if you, you are crazy or don't know what's going on. Nope. But I feel like just trust your intuition and talk to your girl. Girl, especially yeah. you said this is your close girlfriend. That's what you said, right? right? So, but I think everything is fine. Either way, you'll be fine, right? You will be fine either yeah. way. But let you us know what happened, okay. girl. Yes. <laughs> let us know what she said. Come and call us. Come back okay, up here and send us an email. She presented like she didn't do nothing. Right. If she said, I don't know what you're talking about, mm. then we need to come back to the dojo. Yes. Right? Because we're going to put mm. some more tools and some more Red skills flag. in there. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do some things from that point, okay? <laughs> But that was good. We thank you so much for writing in to us. Yes, thank you, Goddess Ash. And letting us help you. Yes. All right. All righty, you guys. Well. Yes, this episode four. What? Can you believe it? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's so amazing. And episode four for 2020. Oh, my God. Episode four for 2020. That's so fucking cool. We're so in alignment. We are so in alignment. With God. Yes. And and the goddess, right? Goddess and our child. So we thank you guys for tuning in to the previous weeks of podcasts. And we cannot wait to come back for next week. And until we do, I am Goddess Gigi. Wait. What? Please submit all of your questions. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> I mean, we say it all the time. We'll say it again, please. Yeah, submit your questions, your yes. comments, your feedback to Everything. the Goddess Dojo at gmail.com. Please. And until we see y'all next week, I am Goddess Gigi. And I'm Goddess. All right, we love you guys. Bye. Bye.